Hello everyone, welcome to Disruption Works Chit Chat, talking about chatbots, voice development, and how technology can help overcome challenges and be deployed in your organization. Hello everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of Disruption Works Chit Chat with Sean and Steve. As ever, I'm joined here by Steve. Steve, long weekend, how did it go? Oh, good, good, good. Camping. I was under canvas this weekend, under canvas. And we actually had some decent weather for a bank holiday. My God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was yeah, nice to know that you were adding to yeah. the traffic. Very much so. Yeah, all sat around the campfire. Do marshmallows. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Proper big American ones as well. Oh, yeah. All right. Proper. Fair Very dues. good. Fair yeah. dues. Well, Jumping into this week's conversation, Steve. <laughs> Mood I not because I want to hear about your camping holiday. Oh, I know, I know. My question to you this week really is, and I think maybe you know, maybe a lot of people hear this as a buzzword that's jotted around, and they don't quite know what it means. So hopefully, we can just lay this out nice and simple. RPA, also known as robotic process automation. Steve, yeah, yeah. what is it? What does it do and how can it help? Um, <clears throat> well, I suppose the, clo- the, the clues in the word is a process that's automated. Um, you know, and, there's a, and there's, a, there's a robot that does it. <laughs> that's pretty much all it is. But I suppose what everybody's worries about, they're, they're, uh, it, it, these are talking about admin robots. So if you've got a process in your business that's a, um, that's a, a, a that somebody is is doing at the moment so as a as a uh, as a menial process, you've got a human uh, automating something essentially in their own right, um, typing some data in from on one system and then copying it and doing it again on a different system. That process is something that you'd look to automate, and a, so a robotic process automation is literally an automation of a process that's in place at the moment. And it's not, this isn't just, you know, within many businesses, this isn't just something a single person's doing. No, no, no. Many businesses have teams of people that are just copying data from A to B. Yeah, yeah, bigger businesses will have that. But even a small business, if you've got two or three people that are doing it, then they're still tied up doing this stuff. And not only does it become a problem from a, a resource perspective you know um in a in fte hours if you want to be technical about it you know your full-time employees uh it's also uh it's time consuming and actually can slow down a whole business if there's an if there's a process that's not not being automated and not being um done as quickly as it can be you know well we see it in a, a lot of different sectors where you're trying to get a process out and the actual bottleneck are the people in in the in that process not that it's a problem per se you know that is somebody is doing it but they are usually just badly utilized and and it, it's, it's just slow um, and it should be it should really be automated uh, to, to one improve your accuracy but two to improve the speed of that process um, so that somebody else can get on with something much more higher value in your business 
because people are valuable commodities in a business. You know, they are the core of your business. But if you've got them sat in front of a computer just typing things in, at following a logical process, that's nuts. That's you're actually using them as robots, and and that's the, that's where an automation process comes in. Um, it, so it, yeah, it's it's astonishing how many how much of that is there. You know what? I, I suppose the thing is, from a business, you've got to look at what is what process has been done. How many people are working on that process? How much time does it take them to work on that process? But also, how repetitive or logic-based is that process that they're doing? Because if it's a very logically, if this happens, then do that process, there's no reason why a computer can't do that. And I think the other thing to factor in there is not just those those uh, parameters that you mentioned, but also what's the cost of a mistake? Oh, yeah. This is another thing where these uh, mistakes are not uncovered until down the line. No. And then there's all this back working to to sort it out. And yeah, you know, that's well, where was, that, that's that's that that's also one of the big problems is that um, in the best world of the world, uh, if you've got somebody doing something that's pretty boring uh, as a process, and they've done you know, and that it's not that they're unhappy per se, but if they are then doing something repetitive all morning, so in the afternoon they're going to get a lot less accurate. You're going to have more mistakes in the, in the afternoon. And it's just human nature. We don't like to do that. And we will make mistakes. And if those are costly mistakes or they're time consuming to, un, um, uh, you know, uh, to repair, then that downstream benefit of having a robot that does the same thing every single time and without exception is really important. You know, it just it adds to the then the return on investments in doing this stuff, you know, yeah, yeah. which of course is where the, the the ultimate thing is. So, so if we're going to say the, the the what is it? It's it's essentially administrative bots that do yeah. repetitive and mundane tasks within a business. Okay. Next question or next element of that question was how how does this work? Where where does well, where does it live? Um. We, we the, there's lots of software vendors out there that do that do uh, automation. Like a lot of businesses already have automation in 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 them. You, they may have a CRM system that uh, updates a record when there's a certain things happen, uh, or you know there'll, there'll be a, a sales process that'll be automated. So dispatch tickets will be made, and there'll be a um, the warehouse stuff will be updated, or whatever it'll be. And those are built in to a big piece of software that's already been deployed. And the reason it was deployed is because there was automation in there. But what we're talking about is where it lives if there's a couple of different systems that don't talk well to each other, um, or it's a big development job to try and get them to talk to each other, um, and there isn't a resource or the will in the business to do it. And instead, they're using humans to bridge the gap where it shouldn't be really it, you're yeah. basically again using those humans as a robot so the what we do is we would do something like a, a software vendor piece of uh, software uh, that that's very flexible um, we we tend to go with uipath as one of the big ones so you can have a play with uipath internally you know it's not 
it's uh, there's a community edition you can have a little go at it um and uh that what that does is that starts to bridge the gap so it can do screen scraping it can look inside a web page it can pick up an excel spreadsheet it, you can do loads of different tasks that you would do as a human you know open an excel read out the data from it type it into another system over here and uh, and update that system because that system doesn't take in your excel sheet or it or you've got to create the data from one system to put it into the other you know all those things are where an admin robot would sit if you like but where, but where does it live there's a piece of software deployed on on the machine or the um, machines within a business there's a couple of options actually uh, so uh cheapest way is to to put something on locally uh, so you'd have a machine maybe in the building that's uh, just like an employee's machine and it does the same thing uh so you could you can deploy it on a workstation but you can also have of course now uh cloud versions uh, so they sit outside the business on, a, you know, maybe one of the vendors um, uh, cloud uh, offerings. And then, um, you know, you just run it from there. So you can actually orchestrate a lot, quite a lot of um, bots. Um, so, yeah, it depends. And it also depends on what kind of automation you're doing. So if it's very much in the background, then it's probably better to be cloud. Um, but if it's um, a little bit more foreground, a bit local, and it's also you want to do something that's more of an SME solution rather than something bigger, then it might help to have something local that you can kind of control. So your employee would press the button and go, do that update for me. And just go away and do that job. You know, uh, that's yeah. So Yeah, so either it's running in the background doing various things all the time, yeah. or like you say, yeah, someone's got to a stage where they go, right, I need to, I need to pull this report now and then they just say right bot go and yeah, go do press, report. yeah go and do the report or read the excel sheets or read the pdfs that have just come in or whatever and then yeah, read the job cards from a uh, from a site in construction update our system you know uh, so all your pim data is updated and stuff like that so yeah so 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 is there a simple a simple rule i guess or a simple idea to say okay you can automate a, a process if X, Y, Z. Yeah, um, basically, if there's no intuitive decision needed to be made, um, then that number one is a candidate for being automated. Uh, so if it is just this happens, this happens and this happens, then that's the thing. Then what you do is you have a look at how many times that process has been done, uh, how many people are on it. But then there's a complexity piece in there. So how many pieces of software are used to do that process? Because every piece of software adds a, a layer of complexity and how open that software is to, to be kind of read into. So, you know, can we screen scrape it? Do we have to go through um, something to get to it? So is it more of an image rather than a, a piece of software? There's loads of different technical complexities um, that you look at to make sure that that candidate's viable for doing. So it's not too expensive to get the get the work done in the first place, really. And then, and then, if there is a human decision-making element, how does yeah. that work? We well, can have a human in the loop, uh, so you can pause the, the bot and uh, and ask for a, the bot will ask a question, going, "Which one do you want to go down?" And uh, you know, it can go, "Route A, please," because it's this, and I've just had a look, and that's the right way to do it. Carry on. So then it carries on 
and goes down retail for that particular process. So you can do those human in the loop things. And I suppose that's the same thing if you've got exceptions. So if we imagine that the example is we're going through a renewal of an insurance policy, it's the same person, same address, same vehicle, that's going to fly through. But yeah. actually, if something comes up that's an anomaly or something different, then maybe that might spit that out to the human, I guess, and go, hey, I've got this. I'm not sure about this one. What do you think? They're on yeah. the bubble of us not wanting to insure them. Well, that's right, because you you might have a 95% of it being fine. But if the data is not good and when it's going in and we've got some anomalous data, you know, a postcode put in that's just a bit gobbledygooky or something like that, too many characters, can't really read it properly. And there's a process that has to have that in and uh, does a calculation based on it. Then you'd have to you'd have to go, sorry, you need to work this postcode out for me because I don't know what it is. That's essentially what the chat the, the bot would do. So we just pick it up and, and alert the person to say, didn't process this one. Okay, sounds good. All right, we've touched on some of this, I guess, through the through the podcast, but a quick fire round then to wrap this up. Just let's have some of the benefits, just, just quick fire. All right, well, you've got um, uh, less time involved in these mundane processes from a person's perspective. Uh, so you can then release those guys to do different jobs and uh, better value jobs. Uh, your actually staff will be happier um, because everybody that we've done this for, their staff are absolutely un- over the moon that they're after this horrible job. Over <laughs> yeah. You know, it's because it's, it's awful. You know, so there is actually a real morale piece um, in, in taking these horrible jobs away from people. And then accuracy as well, um, because yeah. You know, that's a huge piece uh, just to be accurate all the time. It always does it. It never forgets. It's it does it the same every time. And, and, you know, like you said, if there's any exceptions, then it'll pop up and, and somebody else can intervene and do that one. And, and know, not so. just not just more accurate, but I know it sounds obvious to say it, but less mistakes. So less cost of mistakes. So from a yeah. Absolutely. The downstream costs and benefits are, are, are there. And that and again, like I touched on earlier, it's not just the fact that you're taking the time away from the people doing the job, but you're also speeding the job up as well, you know, because you'll always be a lot faster. And and if there's a route to cash there, you know, we've had we had the scenario where if this process isn't done, we can't bill the end client for this work that we've done. It's only a matter of actually processing the, doing this process. And then once we've done it and told them we've done it, we can then build them. But all that's backed up if you've got people that are struggling to keep on top of this process, you know, and you can't even bill for the work that you've done because this process is holding it up. So it could even be a cash flow thing as well. So it can improve even that. And I guess something we didn't touch on is, is is that you mentioned there are large systems out there that can that do automate certain things. Yeah, yeah. But I guess if you're not in a position financially or just whatever it might be resource wise to make that leap, that this can be a stopgap. Yeah, well, that's right. And, normally, and the thing is, that one, there's not many one system fits all and does every single part of your business or organisation. So there's usually some outlier somewhere that just doesn't really speak to the rest of it. And we're still finding that, you know, and that's, and they are, like you said, very hard to, to switch in 
to make sure it works with you know the main core system that we've got and we spent a fortune on but we still got this financial system that's to one side that doesn't quite talk to it you know so this is then your solution to do that yeah and there's big operational changes to to drop right. big systems in so yeah it's just well this is those, easier because it's doing the job that's already there so it's actually not disruptive in the way it's been deployed it's disruptive in the way you're thinking about it you know yeah. so it's, it's really quite a quite smooth transition from using a human to a robot perfect i mean hey look it it does sound like a little a little bit of a no-brainer but there's all sorts of you know baby steps that people can take to explore yeah. this stuff and do some pilots run some trials and not just with ourselves but i think with with everyone really it's just a it's a it's a make sense approach that is um but yeah great thanks so much for that steve that was really interesting i hope i hope everyone else thought the same and uh you know we'll uh, look to catch up with everyone soon can be quite a dry dry subject but it's very useful (laughs) it does work (laughs) (laughs) it does its thing good stuff all right thanks for that steve all right cheers Okay, so thanks everyone for joining us on the Disruption Works podcast. If you'd like to find any of the previous episodes or series, then just search Disruption Works Chit Chat on your favourite podcast platform. Next week, we'll be talking about chatbots, voice development and everything in between. So I hope you can join us then.